0: Oh, we've got more TV for you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ann McMahon, thank you. <laughs> ah, in honor of the World Series TV. <laughs> like we've got more TV for you. Sorry if I've, I've um, blasted out your earplugs or if you're in the car and you swerved over a little bit. But it's that important because The Critic and I got a chance to catch up on some TV. And when I say The Critic and I, I mean The Critic. <laughs> um, but me a little bit, yeah. very, very little. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go through this cuz guess what? We've got some season finales and we also have some premieres. Yeah. And we also have a premiere and an end to you know, it's all, we have a season finale in a premiere, <laughs> if you will. So we'll talk to you about that later. But first, let's start with the season finale of Claws, which got renewed for a third season. That's TNT, as you know. And that's with our girl, Niecy Nash. She is really having a dynamic year. She recently got her um, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, did she? I didn't know that. Yes. Yes, it was a big deal. It was a who's who turned out. She gave a dynamic speech. You can check that out online. But um, she's concluding Claws tonight, <laughs> as of taping. So- Concluding Claws. I know, I liked that alliteration. <laughs> what do we think about this season?
1: Oh my, look, Claws is ridiculous. Like, we know this, they know it, everyone knows it, and that's on purpose. Now, of course, Nisi plays Desna, who mm-hmm. owns a nail salon, but she's involved with organized crime, Um, and they do all kinds of things to launder money and get the drugs out there, okay? Now in season two, we see that um, the Dixie Mafia, whom she's entangled with, has now been taken over by a Russian. And this Russian uh, actually was killed by her sister at the beginning of season two. I'm just gonna say it. And her sister is played by Franca Potenta, Now, you go, well, who is that? Well, if you know Run, Lola, Run, that's her. Oh. Okay. So she comes in and goes, hey, Desna, work with me. We'll be sisters, all right? So let's do that. But there's a whole plot behind that that Desna uncovers. And then the question is, can she stop this maniac woman from killing her? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Now, she's engaged to be married. She actually does get married in this season. Can she trust that? Mm. Of course, she has her brother, Dean, who needs his own special coddling. But Dean, this season, is Uh-oh. starting to take matters into his own hands.
0: Okay, Dean. I, I heard he had a little something-something happening with something-something. and That's been going on for a little bit.
1: That's right. So Dean is played by Harold Perrineau. And what you're getting to is Karuchi Tran's character, Virginia who's in a relationship of deed. Oh, yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) And he is autistic.
1: Yes, he is. So, and he's also now a stripper. Look, this is the show (laughs) that we're in. We also have the great Carrie Preston playing Polly. She's her twin sister We find out comes back, but in what form? Okay. We also have Judy Reyes playing Annalise, who's the quiet one and the lookout person. Well, there's a problem with her relationship that she maybe can't get over. No. Okay, And then we also have, of course, uh, Desna's best friend, Jennifer, played by Jen, a lion who is married to one of the Dixie Nafia people. He got shot. The, 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 she cheated on him from season one. That comes back in season two in a way you won't expect. And it's craziness all around. But in the end, the question is, where will Desna be along with all of her Family and friends, will they be safe or not? And it might come down to Cheryl Lee Ralph.
0: <laughs> hey, mama! <laughs> Who
1: shows up as the mother of Desna's fiance. And that woman, I love Cheryl Lee Ralph. Just more of this. So, okay. This is ridiculous. I will have to say, though, Ref, toward the middle of this season, I was kind of like, do I need to keep watching this? Like, I know it's ridiculous. I got it. Like, Okay, now that's it. But I did finish. Um, I'll probably watch season three as well. Mm-hmm. It's always on that edge, though, to me, where it's like, okay, like, I got it, but do I need more of it? And I, I don't need to see all of these men at various stages of undress. I don't.
0: Oh, but I know well, some other people do. <laughs> welcome to the world that we never been in. All right. Moving on. Succession on HBO also got renewed for its now second season. But you finished the first, Mm -hmm. and again, this is another one of those. I I feel like it's a a nod to a certain show on Showtime. But I won't make that. Maybe you will make that connection. But it's just keep out of uh, Brian Cox's way, (laughs) 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 or not. Not sure. (laughs)
1: No, you should. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, you're thinking, wait, is this like Billions on Showtime? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not like Billions on Showtime. Uh, because this is literally about a big media tycoon's family. Okay. So we talked about this from the beginning. Think Rupert Murdoch, etc. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. Of course, Brian Cox plays that tycoon. But he's having health problems. That's affecting his mind. Mm -hmm. So the question is, can he pass things on to his children to run this media empire? Uh, Of course not. (laughs) He's supposed to, but then he doesn't, right? And so his kids are fighting to figure out who can take over, whom should they trust, and so on and so forth. So what happens is, Uh, The oldest son, I mentioned this before, plays like he doesn't care. He's not a part of the business at all, Mm -hmm, but he's still getting his money. Mm. The second son in line, played by Jeremy Strong, is the one who thinks he's going to get control of this company. No. And by the end, we find out he's actually kicked out because of what he attempts to do in regard to his father and his control of the company. Nothing for this poor man goes right. So by the end of season one, where is everyone in relationship to this power structure? And is this this prodigal son, is he now reigned in or not? And what are we gonna do with Father Roy here? Because at any moment, things are gonna go wrong. Now, this show at its best is absolutely hilarious.
0: And it's, does it know it's hilarious, or? Yes, (laughs) it's very
1: clear. Like, you gotta pause it and laugh. Funny.
0: But it's not a comedy. uh,
1: What would the, I don't even know what the word would be for it. It's so they are, it is a drama, but it's like, they're going for comedy in certain moments. But it's not like, you know, it's not, it's, it's.
0: It's a lot of winking.
1: Yeah, it's funny because they're so crazy. Okay. Is the best way to say it. And there's so much stupidity going on. Mm. So, and like, there's there's one character who's this cousin who just comes in out of nowhere, wants a job. Uh, and then he seems to be an idiot, but he does certain things that'll ensure his future. And <laughs> we see that play out throughout the scenes. You're like, oh, you know, he's pretending like he doesn't know what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Mm. It's that kind of thing, but it's really about the dynamics. It's the dialogue, it's how they relate to one another. It's what they literally say out of their mouths. Mm. That it's, you just have to laugh at it. So that's when I enjoy it the best, when the cast members are really just going at it. Outside of that, it's good. Like they lead up to those moments. You can see the beats, all of that's clear. So for season two of Succession, Look, of course if you if you finish season one, I'm sure you'll be going to season two. If you haven't started season one, hey, if you have an HBO subscription or something else, you can go to HBO Go. <laughs> <laughs> you go to HBO Go and watch the whole thing. It's certainly entertaining.
0: Well, most of us don't have a subscription to Epics. <laughs> That's because Deep State has wrapped its season and it's renewed for a second season across the way across the pond Um, and again 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 (laughs) this is uh, we talked about this show before this poor man is you know had done his job as an assassin and now things get personal (laughs) so it sounds like taken but whatever
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah just not quite as ridiculous now We have Mark Strong playing Max Easton. He's a former MI6 agent. That's like CIA in the States. He's been gone from the biz for a decade. And during that decade, he's remarried and had two daughters. From his previous marriage, he has a son. His son is now an MI6 agent. Of course he is. And his son's life is in danger because he's a part of a a group that goes to Iran. And Iran, what they're doing is not quite clear to them, actually. They don't know what they've gotten themselves into. And the reason is the CIA and MI6 are working together to try to destroy the nuclear arms treaty with Iran. So this group, they've got to kill them all in order for this to stay a secret, what they're trying to do. So they're trying to paint the government of Iran as still continuing their nuclear uh, proliferation. Mm-hmm. So what happens is his former boss at MI6 Max's former boss calls him in and says, hey, we need you to do some cleanup. Well, he's cleaning up what his son's group. How does this play out? And this all leads to the end where Max's family, the whole thing is involved. Okay, his French wife and French children, they're broken. <laughs> are, they gonna, are they gonna survive or not? And what can Max do in order to have enough leverage to stop them from coming after him and his family for good? Oh. That's what we see at the end of season one. The question is: This is season two, so we know something faulty is coming.
0: Sinner, the sinner, not just sinner. The I, I'm going to call it the sinner yeah. <laughs> that premiered its second season, first episode on uh, USA. Now, remember, this was Jennifer Beals' uh, last season. Was Jennifer Beale. They're calling this an anthology. So did you have to watch season one in order to appreciate season two? I don't know. I think the critics going to let us know.
1: Yeah, no, you don't. So, but the whole structure is similar because what happens in The Sinner is that- The you,
0: center. The Sinner
1: <laughs> is that you see the crime. So you know who did it and you know who the victim is. The question is why? So that's what makes this different. So, you know, if you think in a deep state, that's stuff we've seen before. We all know it, whatever, nothing new. Here though, it is new. So that helps the show because they do have a way of introducing the murder that makes you go, why? Why did this happen? There's gotta be something going on. Is it as clear cut as we think? No, Mm. we learned that from season one. Now, in season two, uh, as you said, it's an anthology. So most of these characters are new. Um, The returning character, however, is played by Bill Pullman. Mm -hmm. And he's Detective Harry Ambrose. So what happens is uh, Harry goes back to his hometown because a murder has occurred there. And a little boy has killed, Who at first, two people who seem to be his parents, but we find out they're not. Another woman comes in, played by Carrie Coon, who says, I'm his mother. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Now this little boy don't look like none of these people, <laughs> by the way, none of them. So already I'm going, hmm. Now we find out that Carrie Coon's character seems to be a head of some sort of cult, maybe.
0: Carrie Coon's character is a part of a cult? <laughs> he seems,
1: yeah, she seems <laughs> the head That's of
0: curious. It can't believe it
1: i know sorry Sorry. (laughs) we don't want to get discombobulated
0: no No. you're so corny (laughs) Okay.
1: now what's going on with her character right and how are these detectives going to unearth what's happening what really happened because why would this little boy kill these people is it something to do with the cult because they were taking him to Niagara Falls. Why? So I will say from the beginning, just like in season one, it is interesting. They do start to get your brain going, which is great. And the only thing is they have to keep that going by giving us enough information, but withholding enough as well. It's a delicate balance. They did a good job of it in season one. I'm sure they'll continue to do a good job of it in season two.
0: Lodge 49 on AMC started its first season
1: yep. and
0: first episode. Now, I heard you call this show strange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. how,
0: how strange is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's Thomas Pinchon strange.
0: No
1: now, if you know Thomas Pinchon, the famed author, you read one of his books. It's not like anything else is postmodern, he's he's uh, influenced so many different writers and you have to have a lot of knowledge of pop culture from his perspective to get it. So it's not even that, it's not even about the plot, it's about ex- the experience of reading it. And that's what Lodge 49 is like because the creator of Lodge 49, Jim Gavin, said that Pinchon was his inspiration. So what happens is Wyatt Russell, and this is Goldie Hans and and yeah. uh, Kurt Russell's son. Yeah. So he plays dud. Uh, dud, his life has been a dud so far. Yeah. What's happened is he used to be involved in his family's company, which was taking care of pools. So he would go out to people's pools, take care of them. He was great at it. Well, one day he decides to go uh, out of the country, and uh, go surfing. He sustains an injury that doesn't heal correctly so he can no longer do his job. Now, the other thing is after he comes back from that and is injured, his father goes missing. They think his father's dead. Now they don't know, but he's been gone for a while. And he has a sister, uh, Liz, who has to take care of him now because, you know, he has debts and all kinds of stuff she pays off, but she's not like she's making a lot of money. Mm. So she owes a lot of money taking care of him and herself. And she wants him to come to grips with their father's death. Now, what he does in response to this is he's on the beach. He finds this ring. He doesn't know what it's a ring for. He tries to pawn the ring. <laughs> now, the guy at the pawn shop, who is his debtor, Says, hey, this is this kind of secret society. Think, um, think. Uh, well, don't think of any of them. But it's called the Lynx. It's just a fraternal lodge. Yeah. And he's like, this is their ring, and you need this to get into their activities, their building, etc. Well, one day his car stops in front of the very place where they meet. He finds this guy, who says okay i mean you can come in i guess but there are certain things you need to do to become a member of this lodge well does he do these things yeah and this guy he meets also has money problems Okay. so he gets him to give him two thousand dollars to settle these debts yeah he
0: gives him who's he what
1: so the guy at the lodge yes gets dud
0: to to give give the
1: guy at the lodge $2,000, which he doesn't have, of course. He has to go to that pawn shop and get it. He says, hey, this is the fee to be a part of this, you know, to be a member. Not true. So all of this stuff starts coming together. And what they start to find is, as you move forward, there are different parts of this lodge that seem mysterious. And they unearth literally some things that are unexpected. Now, the question is, by the end here, where are we going with this? i don't know
0: yeah
1: because just like thomas Pinchon, i will say one reason why i didn't want to talk about this other than to confuse everybody is to say this amc Uh, recently started amc premiere and this is where you can pay 4.99 a month to get access to to some shows early so in advance full seasons of shows and sometimes that's past seasons And sometimes they'll give you a full season of a new show before it's aired. That's what happened with Lodge 49. So I've actually seen four episodes of this just testing AMC Premiere. Okay, that's how I know so much about what's going on. And every time you get to the end of the episode, you go, oh, they're about to go somewhere, and they don't. So everybody, this show, if you're gonna watch it, it's for the experience. If you like the feel of it, it's beachy and kind of laid back, great otherwise. It's not going where you think it might be.
0: Well, here's a show that goes exactly where you think it's going to go. (laughs) It is uh, the new Agatha Christie Mm. series on Amazon Prime. Now, this is season one. It is a mini series and they're one and done. So I'm assuming what they're gonna do is they're gonna do her novels basically. Mm -hmm. And it's Ordeal by Innocence with a cast from across the pond with the exception of sister so (laughs) and we both got a chance to binge it over the weekend uh and it's available for anyone who subscribes to amazon prime i'll let you take it and then i'll take it from there
1: well what happens is well you know it's agatha christie you know there's a murder you know it's a whodunit Mm -hmm. uh there's this family uh the mother has been murdered uh, the fathers play by Bill Nye. Let's just say that, and they've adopted five children over the years. At this point, all the kids are grown up. They also have a cook in the kitchen. Cook. <laughs> now, one of the sons is a troublemaker.
0: Oh, he's such a troublemaker, Jack.
1: So that's right. So he's the one. Who gets the blame for this murder? Because after all, his fingerprints were all over the murder weapon. Mm-mm. He goes to prison, he winds up dead. Oh, why? Ooh. So what happens is some guy who claims he met him the night of the murder comes some to the-
0: mysterious guy.
1: Yeah, is walking to the- Now this is an estate. He's walking all the way to this estate with a suitcase and a tweed
0: suit. Claiming to be a doctor coming from the Antarctica. No, coming from the uh, Arctic. Arctic.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he comes in there and says, hey, your son didn't do this. Well, if that's true, then who did it? <laughs>
0: All y'all are now suspects. suspects. Except for one.
1: Okay. Matthew Good. <laughs> now, Matthew Good plays the oldest daughter's husband.
0: Oh, boy. He doesn't play
1: an accident happened, which has left him paralyzed. So he's in a wheelchair, but he ain't happy about it.
0: No, he isn't.
1: And he is not happy for anybody else to be happy.
0: Mm-mm. So he's trying to figure out who did it as well. Because mm-hmm. he we know he didn't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's trying to do a little bit of blackmail <laughs> on certain persons. So by the end of this, the question is, of course, who did it? Also, the question is, for the people who didn't do it how many of you are going to be alive by the end of the
0: <laughs> <laughs> There is a cost. <laughs> there we
1: go. There is a cost. So, Ref, why don't you take over? You
0: know me? what? With this, I love Who It. I do. I'm such a huge fan. You all know that one of my favorite movies is Clue. Yes. But this is Agatha Christie and along, if you've ever read any of her novels or seen any of her plays or any of the adaptations via TV or film, what have you, you know, there is a certain wink that comes with Agatha Christie. She is not writing the next Shakespearean drama. It's a whodunit. It's a mystery. And when I watched this miniseries, I was absolutely delighted by the cast, of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody did their jobs, but I think everybody did their jobs. <laughs> and I don't think it's the actors who are, um, who are responsible for what I'm going to say next. I missed the wink of Agatha Christie. Like there is a certain, it is a whodunit. There's certain music that should happen. It yeah. played more like a horror. Even the um, the flashbacks and the angles of the camera, and the drama. Because this, this family's pretty messed up. I mean, once you start digging around, mm. you'll find out really everybody has a motive, including the person who didn't do it, Matthew Good's character. Everybody has a motive to end this woman's life, but and then you also in other people's lives, <laughs> and and you also realize that the mother had a motive to end some other people's lives.
1: Yes, you know
0: she had to um, go through her own situations. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <was> understatement. <laughs> yes, Jack was a handful, and so were other people. Mm. But as you go through it, I really was missing the wing. Now, what I will say. I don't want to steal all your thunder. But I will say, this was a beautiful aesthetic miniseries, aesthetically speaking. Meaning the colors, the costumes, the scenes, the cinematography, with the exception of a couple things. But I just wanted it to be a little little more of a wink to it. And it was a little long because a lot of information that we received wasn't from like dialogue it was from flashbacks like literally they would start a scene like this did you know mother had that flashback <laughs> and then you come back to the flashback no I didn't know mother had that flashback, flashback. <laughs> and then you come back well we didn't know mother had that flashback and it's kind of like well maybe we could cut out you know maybe this could be two episodes. but all in all if you really want a It and you don't mind, you know, a little wonkiness, and you know who did it. I mean, I'm not saying anything, but you know who did it. Just go ahead and sit back, relax, and watch it.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, we're in complete agreement. I, I, watching this, at
0: the end, I was like, this could
1: have been two parts, not yeah. three. Like, And then you, the momentum, because what happens is everyone, in the final part, the third part, all of a sudden it's like on a train yeah yeah to god knows where but it's going (laughs) okay literally it was on a train actually (laughs) (laughs) well it is agatha christie right now i mean look the orient express started coming through this thing (laughs) so i was like we could have gone from uh part one just take five minutes from part two and then we can go to part three and be done with it. I mean, come on, what are you stalling about? It's not like all of this is so uh, unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Even the little things, the other little reveals they have, guess what, we saw them coming. Yeah, we saw them coming. So if they had done that, I think it would have been fun just to go. Yeah, yeah, we want fun. Right, I've been taking on a ride instead of stalling in the middle. So yeah, I mean, as the ref said, look, if this is your kind of thing, you're not going to be appalled <laughs> by what's going on here. <laughs> Again, it is spectacular to look at. Yeah, it is. And these actors didn't just say, okay, well, they paid me, so I'll do whatever I want. No, they said, let me get into my script and give you a look and everything
0: <laughs> else. Let me
1: dive into the water. <laughs> okay? <laughs> we see you and we applaud it.
0: We're looking at you, sister. Anyway, (laughs) you can catch all of these shows. We'll have it outlined online, and you can just click and see if this is something that you're interested in. Again, we're dawning on summer, and it's hot. It's still hot outside. So if you want to snuggle up under your air conditioner and pop in one of these uh, TV shows, well, I don't know if you can pop it in, but you can at least take a look and see what we've started and what we've ended for this round but don't miss out.